0: Patience. Good morning, and welcome to the London Hospital Radio Podcast, condensing 12 hours of continuous broadcasting into just 15 minutes. Here are the morning announcements from our head of staff, Jean. The hospital would like to formally welcome back Jean, head of staff. There's no need to mention my clandestine position on the board of fractal pharmaceuticals or that I'm a literal head in a jar, so do not read that out on air. Patience, you'd think by now she'd know to at least write these down on separate notes. We also welcome back our dear benefactors, Fractal Pharmaceuticals, who are currently running a special offer on parasites. We will currently flush 1,000 of them for the same price as one. So if you've been putting off your annual de-lousing, now is the time. Welcome to our new staff members. Mr. Mac Mackenzie in Surgery, Dr. Jia Kim in A&E, and Holden Maballs on Front Desk. Vampires will no longer be allowed to roam the halls freely, and must stay confined to the windowless wards. In particular, Boffo's coffee is off-limits, and he has been warned about serving your kind, Oh, I don't like that phrasing, Patience. The porters will be patrolling nightly from this week, and they are, as ever, armed. The position of front desk is apparently still open, given that we've just realised Holden M'Balls was someone's idea of a joke. Jean would like to remind staff that, that while workplace jokes are not entirely prohibited, they should be submitted to her in advance using the blue form. Well, Patience, I have to tell you that accepting our old overlords back, I mean, dear benefactors, has ruffled a few feathers, particularly boffo, who was wearing a feather coat at the time to advertise the breakfast coffee? I'd always thought coffee was very breakfasty, without additions, but this included a poached egg dropped into the mug. It wasn't his best idea, but he's been forced to stop selling the popular blood coffee range which the vampires so enjoyed. Even his jokes have suffered. The epigram on my cup this morning was just the words Ha Ha! in fractured red scroll. But Fractal Pharmaceuticals have been very clear about limiting our exposure to fantastical beasts and supernatural entities now that patients have started returning. Just this morning, we had an arrival from New Covent Garden Market, a man was minding his own business perusing the fruit and veg at 4am. As we all know, they open very early in the morning before the pret start prowling the streets. When he slipped on a discarded banana skin and his trousers and pants fell right off as he landed anus down onto a cucumber. Never before has anyone in a hospital seen such a thing. I guarantee it. What a freak accident. And what a first case for our new A&E practitioner, Dr. Kim. We were all impressed as she correctly identified that the cucumber needed to come out of the anus of Steve Meadows of Greenwich and so referred him to the new surgeon, Mac. We just call him Mac already, it's very casual. Mac informed us that cucumber goes very well with gin and tonic. And so Steve Meadows of Greenwich was given a gin and tonic enema and sent on his way home, advised that the cucumber probably would fall out on the Jubilee line, and so take some Tupperware with him, which was kindly donated by Lunch Lady Lavinia, with a wholemeal bap, just in case. Time for a song now! This is by a local band called Dull Witch with My Broom is Just for Sweeping. Among the disgruntled employees is Head Porter Harry. He's been forced to work nights until the vampires are back in line. And I think he feels rather put out, that he used to be the leader of a rebellion, and now he's, well, mostly putting down wet floor signs and texting me about how bored he is while I'm sleeping. Every morning I wake up and it's like reading James Joyce with emojis. I'm not saying I miss him, you understand patience, but... I had forgotten just how stifling my little studio can be after weeks in a draughty bell tower. Staff announcement. This is a staff announcement. If anyone has seen an old woman wandering the hallways, hiding behind curtains, hidden within paintings, or at the corner of your eye, please report immediately to Jean. No harm will come to Mrs. Franks if she hands herself in peacefully. We saw the graffiti in the visitor's room and acknowledged that you'd like us to get bent and think the illustration of Jean's head on the body of a banana is somewhat satirical, but we counter with Banksy would never have used pancreas and hair as his medium patients, I don't know why fractal pharmaceuticals want her so badly. She's only ever been a mild nuisance at best, but I suppose it's part of their general clean-up. Speaking of the over- dear benefactors, tired of being unusual? Want to fit in more? Is life giving you lemons but it's more the colour that bothers you rather than the sour taste because you prefer things grey? Then try the new mood altering vape pen, eNormity from Fractal Pharmaceuticals. Blend into the background with one or two puffs minutely, parties, bars, bus stops, you won't be noticed at any of them with eNormity. The stick-in-mouth action reduces conversation, and it comes in one flavour, rice cake. Using patented miasmas and with prolonged use, vapists on trial have been known to disappear into a cloud of smoke completely. Cloud support is offered on a subscription basis for an amount of money, and good news You've already accepted the terms and conditions. When it's all too much, think of the enormity. Breathe in and out, then float away with fractal pharmaceuticals. Patience. We just had another living person admitted to A&E. This is exciting. They were struck by a meteorite. Apparently, they were shopping for plastic crap and warm sushi on Oxford Street, when very much like a rock out of the sky, they were struck on the head. A kindly human statue dressed as a police officer broke character to go and help them, bringing them to the London hospital. Street performers do seem to have a knack of finding us for some reason. Dr. Kim assessed them for concussion and confirmed they had taken a noggin floggin. They were drowsy but otherwise okay, at least for the first few minutes. But when the nurse, and by nurse I mean Dr. Kim in a different uniform because as you know we're not fully staffed yet, When Nurse Kim went over the patient details again, they decried that their name was not Dion Taylor after all, but in fact Fluzzpuddle Seven, and we were not to touch them with our human hands. As Fluzzpuddle Seven had seemingly perked up so much, we discharged them. Surgeon Mack we just call him Mac, was disappointed that he didn't get the chance to surge anything. So after that, we all had a game of operation, except we'd lost the little game pieces, so we used bits of leftover cartilage and so on. Lunch Lady Lavinia won, while making pastry actually, and Dr Bollyox just stood in the corner and complained about how invasive our style was, suggesting it would be much better to heal the broken heart with colour therapy than to remove it completely, thus rendering the patient a Tory for life. Time for another track. This is from a local band, Baby Bloomsbury, with I Just Wet Myself, Do Something About It. (laughs) Of course there is one patient I can't offer any news on, and that's the unknown, comatose one we left behind in the bell tower to the whims of Dr F. I felt uneasy about this, and so I've been doing a little more research on the mysterious doctor. And here's what I found in our History of London Hospital archive. Once upon a time, there were seven doctors... Dr. A was the leader, a perfectionist, and made sure all the other doctors kept in line. Dr. B was so-called because he was an entomologist. Dr. C was a marine biologist. Dr. D was an alchemist and advisor to Queen Elizabeth I. Dr. E was a rapper. Dr. F practiced medicine and Dr. G was the seventh one. One day after a busy day researching minerals in the local mine, the doctors returned home to find a young woman with skin as white as snow. They immediately determined she was anemic, and set up a competition to see which of them could cure her first. Dr. A went first, He took the iron they had mined that morning and ground it into a fine powder. He mixed it into some stout and told the young lady to neck it. The other doctors observed that it gave her some impressive flatulence, but her skin remained white as a newly opened word document when you don't know what to write. Dr B went next. He advocated a course of bee stings to bring colour back to her cheeks. Her lips became as plump as an actress in her forties, but pale she remained. Dr. C made an algae smoothie, and back came that flatulence. Dr. E let forth a stream of aggressive slurs to an up-tempo beat that would make any decent person blush. But alas, she did not. And so it came to Dr. F, who took the young lady to the lab, where they connected up tubes and bubbling flasks and bellows. The other doctors waited nervously outside the lab, for Dr. F's techniques were known only to Dr. F. After several hours, the other doctors heard cries of, By Jove, by Jove, and they drew back the curtain. The pale young lady was indeed no longer china-white, but neither was she a healthy human hue. She staggered into the room, green as moss and stiff as the morning. Dr. G vomited. That was his contribution to this story. It's not known what happened to the lady, but Dr. A disbanded their group happily ever after that incident. Staff announcement. This is a staff announcement. To celebrate our first week back as a fully functioning hospital, Jean has organised a morale booster. She said it will start this evening after dark and take the form of something like capture the flag or laser tag. The teams will be all the hospital staff versus everything else. Jean adds, wear polo necks and bring steaks. Well, patients, it looks like Jean is making the effort with a stuffed barbecue. I'm not much of a steak person, but I do make a good potato salad. You start with potatoes, cut them up into thin wedges, then deep fry them in oil and sprinkle with a little salt. It's a very versatile salad that goes with almost anything. I'm bringing that. I suppose Harry will be on duty, which is a shame. Last time we had a staff party in the bell tower, we played hide and seek. Only I forgot Harry had access to transverse dimensions, and I looked under the bed so many times before I remembered that. I'll make sure to take my reporter's notebook and give you all the news of our hospital hijinks next time, Patients. So in the meantime, stay well, or I'll be seeing you soon.